0: KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. I'm your host, Gary Duncan, and it's time now for our Moment of Faith with Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Hi, Doug. Hi, Gary. Happy
1: February to you. Yeah, it is that time already, isn't it? This month it flew is. It's just amazing. Well, and happy Groundhog Day.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that <laughs> as well. So... So what would you like to discuss today on this Groundhog Day, uh, 1st of February?
1: (laughs) What we're doing is we're uh, going through the Sermon on the Mount from uh, week to week until we get uh, toward the end of the Epiphany season. So we're going to pick up where we left off last week. Remember last week we were talking about the Beatitudes, and uh, we're going to go a little bit further down in Matthew chapter 5 today. Okay. Sounds good. So let's see. The next section we're uh, reading from the Sermon on the Mount, we're told by Jesus, You are the salt of the earth, and you are the light of the world. Well, I feel much more comfortable hearing Jesus say, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. That's Jesus quoting himself. (laughs) But how do we become the light of the world? That's what Jesus tells us. Well, remember last Sunday, when we were listening to the Beatitudes, we heard these words that had been rewritten in song lyrics. Blessed are they who seek peace, they are the children of God. Blessed are they who suffer in faith, they shall see God. Rejoice and be glad. Blessed are you, holy are you. Rejoice and be glad. Yours is the kingdom of God. Maybe it's just me. But I'm so used to praying that I'm a poor, miserable sinner at the beginning of Holy Communion service that being called the light of the world just sounds uncomfortable to me. And uh, this should be so if it weren't for one thing that Jesus does for us, that we have trouble understanding clearly. Jesus sent us, he tells us, his Holy Spirit. And here's how the third article of the Apostles' Creed explains uh, the Holy Spirit in the small catechism. Gary, this is just one of those things, you know, when you went through junior high school instruction and catechism, and you had to memorize all this stuff. Boy, I could I could almost say this without reading it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I got it down in my memory bank. There it you goes go. like this. I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to Him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with His gifts, sanctified, and kept me in the true faith. In the same way, he calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies the whole Christian church on earth and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. In this Christian church, he daily and richly forgives all my sins and the sins of all believers." On the last day, he will raise me and all the dead and give eternal life to me and to all believers in Christ. This is most certainly true. So how does the Holy Spirit make me and all believers what Jesus is telling us about himself being the light of the world? And then he turns around and calls us the light of the world. Well, I got some hymn lyrics to help us out today. And um, as, as I, we heard in the catechism, a lot of this has to do with the coming of the Holy Spirit. And, and our problem with the Holy Spirit is that, you know, we, we know that the Holy Spirit exists, but we have a hard time trying to figure out what the Holy Spirit does. And I think this hymn helps us out a little bit. So here it goes Holy Spirit ever dwelling in the holiest realms of light. Holy Spirit ever brooding on. Or- on high living life imparting spirit you we praise and magnify holy spirit ever living as the church's very life Holy Spirit ever striving Through us in a ceaseless strife Holy Spirit ever forming In the church the mind of Christ You we praise with endless worship For your gifts and fruits unprized Holy Spirit ever through the church's ministry quickening, strengthening, and absolving, setting captive sinners free. Holy Spirit ever binding, age to age and soul to soul, in communion never ending, you we worship and extol. It's going to take a lifetime for this poor miserable sinner, speaking about myself, to understand how I can be the life of the world.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way, so <laughs> we're, yeah.
1: t- we're together on that one. Well, but, but he tells us that the Holy Spirit dwells in us, and this is, this is something we're just going to have to learn as we go. And I can see little indications of that, the times when things happen the way they're supposed to happen, as opposed to what's on our schedule, you know, those sorts of things. It's amazing how all that comes together, and I see that as a Holy Spirit moment. Yeah. Jesus wanted to make this truth abundantly clear when he taught his disciples, just before he ascended into heaven, some other words that we learned a long time ago. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, listen to this, I am with you always to the end of the age. And the way he does that is through the Holy Spirit in ways that we can't even anticipate.
0: Yeah. Your devotional today made me think of that song. Uh, it's an older Christian pop song, Go Light Your World. So yeah. just started thinking about that. So would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this afternoon?
1: Let's do that. Uh, Lord, we have much to learn from you, no matter how young or old we are. Teach us from your Holy Spirit how to let your light shine through what we think, say, or do. For we pray in the name of Jesus, who sent us his spirit to be our comforter. Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks so much for being on the program today, Doug.
1: Oh, I'm happy to do so. Um, Next week, we're going to continue to read through the Sermon on the Mount, and we have much to learn from this teaching about how we live our everyday lives. Jesus is reviewing the Ten Commandments in the next section of Matthew chapter 5. A thanksgiving hymn explains how we can respond to God's grace after having... kept the commandments, and this hymn is titled Praise and Thanksgiving. And so I'm going to sing a Thanksgiving hymn next week and explain how that has to do with Jesus talking about fulfilling the commandments in the way that he understands it and the way the Holy Spirit teaches us to understand it as well.
0: Sounds like a great plan, and I look forward to uh, talking to you again next week. All right. Well, thank you, Gary. We are listener-supported KFUO. We are the messenger of good news.